0: everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of AIMS, the Advancements in Medicine Society's podcast. I hope you're all doing well, because today we will be talking about a very exciting topic that is becoming more important and prevalent in the medicine and biotech world. This episode is all about stem cells. Yay! <laughs> and with me, I'd like to introduce a very special guest who will be discussing this with us. Who is not only the first guest speaker to come on to AIMS, but she's also a fellow undergrad student here at Western. Please give a warm welcome to Lauren Sano.
1: Hi everyone. My name is Lauren, and I'm a third year here at Western, and I'm studying kinesiology.
0: Okay, I guess just to start off, Lauren, where did your interest in stem cells come from? Yeah, for sure. So
1: in 2019, um, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. He was diagnosed with leukemia, and uh, that's I guess what piqued my interest in stem cells. Um, He ended up needing a stem cell transplant, so um, I ended up learning a lot about it and. Uh, I've developed a very deep passion for, I guess, stem cell research and just
0: advocacy in general since mm-hmm. then. And I know you've written some articles online that people can check out about it or if we're featured in. Yes. You were featured on CVC and you also have <laughs> your own article that you wrote on um, the
1: Western Gazette,
0: I'm pretty sure. Yes.
1: Yeah. I wrote it on. Um, I wrote an article for Western Gazette. It could just be found online uh, where I just talked about, I guess, my story. That's
0: great. That's amazing. And blood stem cells, uh, for all you guys, are very important to treating blood cancers and many other diseases. And would you be able to give us some background information about stem cells and their importance for listeners that aren't fully aware of what they are? Yeah, sure. So, stem cells are essentially the most basic
1: cells uh, in your body that have the ability to differentiate into different types of cells. They um, are located in your bone marrow which is a surface a spongy surface in in your bone and they can turn into red blood cells white blood cells or platelets
0: and i know that they're specific to an individual's race or ethnicity in the way that for a patient and donor to match they must usually share the same ethnic backgrounds and you've talked a lot about canna's blood supply having a diversity problem can you go into more detail for that For sure. So essentially, all stem cells have special
1: markers called HLA markers, which are on the surface of these cells. And uh, if you think of them like barcodes, um, individuals within the same ethnic background um, have the same barcode. And this is very important because, for example, when my dad needed a stem cell transplant, um, he had to look into the registry to see if there were any Um, uh, donors who were Japanese or of Japanese descent and the percentage was very very small so I ended up being his donor but um, you know if there was someone in the registry might have had a more optimal match um, and
0: better better outcome and do you mind me asking how long like it took till they found out that you could be a potential donor yeah so
1: they checked the canadian registries and then they didn't find a match and then they looked into the international registry and also couldn't find a match so then they looked towards the family and i ended up being a half match for him but it wasn't as Mm -hmm. optimal as if they did find someone in the registry
0: do do you mind me asking why like why is it um more better to be from the registry than family um because they usually have more
1: so Essentially, actually, it's um, the first. I guess the best possible outcome mm-hmm. would be a sister, like mm-hmm. a sibling, um, would be the best possible outcome. Um, but then after that, usually there's more criteria that is met if it's um, like fully yeah. within the same mm-hmm. ethnic background. But since I'm I'm half Chinese, and mm-hmm. I'm half Japanese, it's not going to yeah. be full.
0: Mm-hmm. And then another major drawback in the harvesting of stem cells is that only young blood is a viable source. So. Only people between ages of 17 and 35 can apply to donate. Yeah,
1: so that's one of the eligibility criteria to donate. And I think the reason for this is that um, at this age, like 17 to 35, it's very optimal. Um, you produce very optimal outcomes and um, donors are usually healthy at this age. So that's why the criteria is, is kind of on the on the young side. Mm-hmm. And that just
0: shows how even more limited the blood supply for Canada is taking in age exactly. and then ethnicity background. Exactly. And so at Ames, we look to raise awareness about not only present but future technologies. And blood stem cell transplants themselves are an amazing part of medicine that years ago, people probably would have never even thought to be a thing. And do you have any further ideas on how the medicine world could improve current technology?
1: Yeah, so uh, stem cells are very, uh, it's more of like a very novel um, area of medicine. Um, so I do think there's, it's it's a hopeful future and um, I definitely think it will be a huge part in many therapeutic treatments for whether that be blood cancers or, or blood diseases, but also um, other types of transplants that may happen. Um, so
0: I do think the future is bright mm-hmm. in this area. Yeah, it's crazy thinking about what we'll come up with in the future just to exactly. like this alone. Mm-hmm. And so why should people care about blood stem cell transplants and more so the lack of ethnic diversity right I don't
1: think a lot of people know that there is such a lack of ethnic diversity in the registry and and the disparity is huge like 70 percent of the registry is caucasian and then 30 percent is non-caucasian and this just makes it harder for patients who are of minority backgrounds to find a match which I don't think you know is fair so I think just spreading awareness and educating yourself on it too is is super important
0: that's very true. Actually, I think that I didn't even know about this till I saw you post yeah. about it on media. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's just so crazy to think about because there's so many of us and we don't even know this is happening. Yeah, exactly. And so final question, <laughs> um, what can people do to help boost the diversity in the blood supply or if they just want to learn more about stem cells? Yeah,
1: for sure. So there's so many things that you can do. I mean, um, firstly, there's there are many videos online that you can watch just to get a basic understanding, and um, also donating blood is great um, because, for example, my father needed so many blood transfusions, and they wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for people to just donate blood. Um, so I guess just donating blood, talking about it, just educating yourself on it and others. Those are just a couple Mm -hmm. ways. And of course, join
0: if you meet the eligibility criteria. That's great. I'll definitely check that out. It was nice learning about all these new things that I myself didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And I have a science background (laughs) and like I didn't even know that that was happening. And it was great talking with you, Lauren. Thank you. Unfortunately, I think that's all the time we have for today. And so Thank you for speaking with us and for being the very first guest to come on this podcast. And if you want to learn more about stem cells becoming a stem cell donor, again, Lauren is featured on a CBC article that you can easily look up online. And she's also written her own feature on the Western Gazette, which is also online. And there's great information pertaining to stem cell transplants and therapies that you can check out on Canadian Blood Services, the Ontario Institute for Regenerative Medicine, the Stem Cell Network, and the Canadian Cancer Society. Wrapping up, I hope you guys all have a great day or night, whatever time you're listening to this, and be sure to tune into AIM's next episode, which you can listen in on Anchor or Spotify. I'm your host, Hannah, and thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.